Hello and welcome back to the podcast. We are, I I guess we're going to say what we were kind of just discussing before mm. we started filming here, that it is kind of one of those lights on, nobody's home. In the worst kind of way. Feelings of for us today. Um, it's been an absolute struggle this week to say the least. And I got to say, I am proud of us for being here today. Truthfully, I wasn't sure this episode that's happening right now was going to happen at multiple points between, I feel like this past weekend, we were, for like no good reason, we were just not unwell. our best. We were unwell. Well, to be fair, I had some kind of allergic reaction it was bad. on my face specifically like all over my face and it's not totally recovered so let's pretend you don't see it if you do but I have had eczema like my whole life and it was kind of like a flare-up of that on my yeah. face from something so this episode just goes out to anyone that struggled with eczema or allergies because something occurred. And it was terrible. It was detrimental, um, to say the least. I literally had to miss our friend's bridal shower on Sunday. It was sad we missed you. I was very upset, but I was literally so concerned. I almost went to the hospital because I was like, I don't know what's happening. I was really concerned when I saw the pictures um, of it. But yeah, so I've had eczema literally since I was like five. As long as I can remember, I've had it. But... Never on my face the way it's been. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's like the weather or something is in the air, but I was just completely having like the worst time this past week. And I was like, I am not filming a podcast and no one is seeing me the no. way that I was, but it's better now, but it's still not totally gone. So we're here though. We made it. Um, and just for other reasons, it's just been that time of month. It's yeah, been just not good all around. Mean. It's been a struggle. So we made it, though. We needed to be here for our podcast fam. So we're here. Um, but to be honest, I started kind of looking online because I was like, what, is mm -hmm. there something in the air? What's going on? <gasps> and it's it's a rare blue supermoon, supposedly, this week. Yeah. Um, and it's not going to happen again until 2037 so by the time you're hearing this it was on wednesday for those of us who are in the u.s and thursday for those of us outside of the u.s but um it's happening right now yeah it's happening while we're recording this so apparently which i never knew this because obviously there's the saying once in a blue moon shut up that is a saying is this what and it comes so from Yes, but it's actually not as rare as the saying would have you believe it is. Apparently, blue moons happen every two to three years. So wow. it's not that rare. But this one specifically is considered rare because a blue moon is when two full moons happen in the same month. So like two in one month. And then a super moon, which is what this is as well, is a moon that is basically at its closest point to the earth. Yeah. So it's going to be like super big. So if you saw it, I hope we see it. I um, hope we see it too, but I'm just sitting here processing that I never questioned what once in a blue moon meant. It's And it all clicked. So if you just, if at any point my face was on the camera, if it was on the double <laughs> shot, like you probably just saw me sitting here like, 
in complete Whoa. awe. Um, yeah, I also didn't know. And so when I was younger, I vividly remember this moment. We were driving home. It was like getting dark out. Uh-huh. And I looked through the windshield and the moon was blue. And it was a blue moon? No. I, oh. So I start freaking out. I'm like, it it's a blue moon. It's a blue moon. And it wasn't. It was, what you know was how like, it? you know, like the part around the top of the windshield that's like a blue color. Yeah. I don't even know if they have it anymore, but like in older cars, that's there how was just it was. A blue hint it was like a little it? blue hue? hue around the rim of the windshield. And so I was looking through that, seeing the moon going like, oh my God, I saw a blue moon. And everyone else in the car was like, bro, you're it's just not a blue moon. That's <laughs> so, so sad. Yeah. But the blue moon the super moon supposedly does affect not weather, but like rising tides. And you know what else is happening on top of that right now? What? That could explain like our lights on. Are you going to say like Mercury in retrograde I'm or something? I'm pretty sure Mercury's in retrograde it until like, like, it happens like three or four times a year. And it's until like the 14th or 15th. And when you like went into this topic of blue moon, it hit me that that's also happening right now. What does that even mean? It just messes you up. I just know that, like, broadly, it fucks with your whole life. Um, It basically, it messes up with, like, communication things, technology things. You're not supposed to do anything that involves signing a large document. Like, don't buy a house. Don't, like, make a big purchase during this time. Make a big decision. Yeah, I just looked it up. It says, many people believe that when Mercury is in retrograde, we it's become terrible. vulnerable to communication breakdowns, relationship yep. turmoil, and misunderstandings with friends and loved ones. When did it start? Does it say like wh- like how long we've been in this? Oops. Oh, hey that's, Siri. That's me googling. <laughs> because I feel like it's we've been going through this for a minute, and so it says it started on August twenty third. That's we'll, fucking crazy. That's literally like right when we started feeling like absolute trash. And then it's lasting until September 14th. Shut up. Oh my gosh. I, it makes so much sense. Communication, communication issues. What? I just feel like I've been going oh. through communication <laughs> issues. I'm like, are we having problems? That no, I didn't no, no, no. We're about? fine. We're um, fine. But yeah. Well, to be honest, crazy. Too, it is kind of crazy. A lot of people say, though, with the moon stuff, like when there's a blue moon or a full moon, like those can affect moods Spooky too. Spooky things happen. But there's no scientific evidence for that. But it does affect the tides, which I think don't the tides affect the weather. So therefore it would the affect tides, the weather. The tides and the moon, they affect like, or no, the moon affects the tides, which is like water. And I think the theory behind it all is, is that like there's so much water in our bodies too that that's why like mercury being retrograde or in retro retrograde is that the right word um something like that yeah the full moons like when it affects the water and the tides like that it's also affecting our bodies okay because we are mostly made up of water kind of i guess that kind of makes sense yes so that's why it like i don't i don't know it affects us so heavily as some well, might say also though there's been so many weather issues. It's out lately. of control. Even here, like Tornadoes. we had, well, we had that like weird ass 
supposedly like thunderstorm, lightning storm, whatever that was the other night. I slept through the whole thing. No, wait. So I I sat in my living room with like the windows open and just watched. I genuinely was like, I am not a conspiracy theorist, but you know, I'll still, I, I look into them from time to time just for funsies. But I literally was like, is the government like in the sky just like playing a strobe light right now? Because Stop it. It the was consistency so... at which it was going off made no sense. I've never seen anything like it in my life. That's like it terrifying. just did not make sense. And the first thing I said was like, is the government messing with us right now? Like playing a strobe light in the sky just to see like for fun what would happen. Like we're in a simulation or something. Yes. And then Could I went be. on I went on the internet and that's what everybody was saying. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Wait, really? People thought that that yes. like weren't you? Yes. I was not the that's only interesting. one. But I think that could also have something to do with why we've been feeling like crap. Because, I mean, this is nothing new to Michiganders specifically of, like, it being really hot and then really cold. But I feel like it has been actually so dramatic Mm -hmm. the last week. It's been hitting me harder than ever before. But Saturday, like, literally on Saturday. You were frozen. during the day, it was, like, 100 degrees. Like, I remember I let the dogs outside Mm -hmm. and I instantly was sweating. I was like, what the fuck? So I got dressed for this, like we had an engagement party. How hot party. it was, yeah. Yeah, so I got dressed. Literally, I stepped one toe out and it was frozen. And I was like, what just happened? And I think everybody Michigan at the happened. engagement party was in the same boat. Like some people like brought like sweaters and stuff, so they were fine. But a lot of people like dressed really nice. And then they had to like go to their car and scavenge for a hoodie, a hoodie? that did oh, not make any sense. No. I had to put on, I was wearing a dress and over my dress, I had one of Evan's like, hunting hoodies it was just not it was not the vibe i was like this is so unfortunate but we need to talk a little bit about fall and i know it's not there yet so we won't totally get into it i mean when starbucks says it's fall it's It's fall fall. so actually i need to bring this back up since you just brought up starbucks i said i'm not a pumpkin spice latte girl and i feel like i let a lot of people down by that so i did my due diligence last week and I tried to get a pumpkin spice latte and mm-hmm. I I couldn't do it. I love I couldn't I, do it. It makes me so sad you didn't. I didn't like it at all. Was it like too sweet for you? No, or just... I just felt like all the actual pumpkin flavor was like sitting at the bottom. That'll happen. You might have just got a bad batch. And then at the top, like all I was getting was the like powder that they put on it. And it just tasted so artificial to me. Did you get the whipped cream on it? Because I actually like it? pumpkin stuff. Do you like pumpkin pie? No. You're weird then. I know. Like, that's But you like pumpkin pie, but you didn't like the pumpkin spice I like, latte? Like I used to make myself this little protein shake with pumpkin in it. Like straight up pumpkin out of a can, pumpkin puree. And I love pumpkin. But this just tasted too artificial for me. Yeah. And then I like maybe that's pumpkin. something to have to like. Maybe I like artificial pumpkin, but not, not real, real pumpkin. pumpkin. Whereas you like real pumpkin and not artificial pumpkin. Yeah. That that'll do it. So um, yeah, I tried my best and I did not succeed at mm. liking it. Um, I might try like other ones. I know they do for fall too. They do like apple cinnamon stuff. Yeah. Maybe I'll like that. I'll give that a try. But um, I mm. saw this very important, very. Very crucial debate on TikTok. Is there a difference between a fall girly? Mm -hmm. Somebody who likes fall, is there a difference between that and a Halloween girly? Yes. So, yes and no. Are you 
a fall girl or a Halloween girl? What would you categorize yourself up? Do you like fall or do you like Halloween? I like both, but I would say I'm a 60% fall girly, 40% Halloween girly because I don't fall into the category of Halloween girlies where I don't necessarily like the super, super scary, super, super gory type movies. Like I don't like the intense horror i like the halloween town happy-go-lucky yeah, but that's still halloween, halloween. Not fall. true true in my head when i think about fall mm-hmm. i guess this is how i picture it like halloween is the umbrella of fall and then like it's halloween and you have like fall weather no 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 halloween no, no, candy no. halloween food halloween events i see it opposite i, I see fall umbrella like fall is this time that happens like end of august and then halloween's on it yeah and then halloween's a part of it thanksgiving is like second fall like that's november is still fall but not the same fall that happens from end of august through halloween I agree with, there's two different falls in my head right so maybe it is fall is the umbrella Mm-hmm. then there's fall one fall two and here you know what here's like a prominent difference between those two falls for me fall one harry potter back to hogwarts fall two gossip girl <laughs> i so swear. specific but like um, it's I know so what you, mean. you know I what, know what i mean you. like the vibes okay, so but i i guess it it can there's an overlap of the two Mm-hmm. In but some if you're cases. a fall girl, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily like Halloween. But I, y- yes, I agree that that could be the cases for some, but not. But for if me. you're a Halloween girl, you don't necessarily you have love to fall. like fall. Well, no, because like I feel like you could like, ha- like all like the candy, like the Halloween movies. We're saying girl, but like this can apply to anyone. We're just being yes, very just like, like girl dinner. That can be anybody's dinner. Girl anyone math. Can like anyone that. can, yeah. you know, justify spending money, but you're really, you know, getting money. I did that this <laughs> week. I bought um a Joe Burrow um Eras tour um crew neck. I'll show you a picture of it. It's really Wait, cute. What, what does Joe Burrow have to do with the Eras tour? Nothing, but it says... I don't know what it says on it, but it looks like the Eras. This is super off topic. Um, you know, like the Eras tour poster where it has like all the different Taylor Swift eras and then yeah. like one big one in the middle. It's that, but with Joe Burrow. Are you in your Joe Burrow era? Yeah. I, we'll get into that later. Okay. We'll get into that later. I mean, yeah, it's about to be football season too. That's that's overlapped with fall. So I it guess, is, see, like, yeah, like that's another like, branch of the fall on yeah football yeah i guess i agree with that but i think i think what i saw was that like some girls who like fall were getting offended that they were lumped in with With the halloween Halloween. girls yeah see because i feel like fall girl like when i think of fall girls i think of that one picture that everyone can picture in their head though where they were all the influencers were on like wearing like the boots the hat yeah they were on a brand trip and that picture will that's going to be in history history books one day and people Literally. will study it but they were on a brand trip and that's why they were all wearing the same suede knee-high thigh-high boots whatever you want to call them I like that's that. fall girls i miss that too i want to dress like that right now but now i feel like it's not those boots anymore it's like the heels that kind of are like mid-calf 
mm-hmm. heels. It's not the boots that everyone used to have. Like, do you remember in college that was the uniform? I loved it. I'm very happy that I got to experience a time in life where all I needed was my black, like thigh high, <laughs> knee high boots, and they went with anything, like skirt, yeah. dress jeans whatever you were wearing those were the boots you were wearing and they were comfy and, those, and warm what about those tank tops that were like the crossover that, ones like laced up i had so that many shirts vibe. like that that was the it vibe. was that with jeans with the boots mm-hmm. and like you were going out you're or like go. a fancy long sleeve romper that was like <laughs> almost like sheer material on yeah. the sleeves like yeah. that was a vibe of the time And I really appreciate that I was a part of that era. Today's episode is brought to you by Skims. You guys heard me talk about my first time trying Skims was at the beginning of August when I brought them with me for my trip to Chicago. And let me just tell you, I have not looked back since. I got multiple different styles from their Fits Everybody collection, and I love every single one of them. They're made from super lightweight fabric that stretches twice its size without losing its shape, So they're literally molding to your body. Skims is creating the next generation of underwear for everybody. Available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X so everybody can get the perfect fit every time. Believe the hype. Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. Skims fits everybody and more best-selling essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And just a reminder, let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select just a little shady podcast in the drop down menu that follows. Thank you to Skims for sponsoring today's episode. People are glorifying like 2014, like the Tumblr girl era as like, I wish I lived through that. Like girls in high school, middle school these days look back on that and are like, I want like the early days of Instagram where you like. I feel like it'll Instagram never be casual. the same though because no, they don't have their awkward phases anymore. Like that was a time. Think about if Tumblr was a thing now. It would be so aesthetic. It wouldn't even be Tumblr. Yeah, Tumblr like, was Tumblr was aesthetic in its own right. Yeah, but it was so like I feel like now Gen Z would say that stuff is chuggy that we were posting. Like oh, the for quotes sure. with, like those backgrounds like Yes, or it was like the um what was it? It was like, she's broken. Like, or like, he's fine. Like, it was, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the little note cards that yeah. would, like, say things with underlining meanings. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of miss those days. But it was such a vibe. I feel like everyone was so moody. You know yeah, what I it mean? It was, like, so emo. Like, it everybody was, so was in the same emo. phase. I'm, I do miss that. Um, All right. So, so fall girls don't want to be lumped in with Halloween girls. And I don't know. If I don't know if it's the same vice versa, but I don't know. I think for the first half of fall, because yeah. I think of fall, fall in two, one. two seasons. Fall one for me is like everything is leading up to Halloween. Everything like I want to decorate for like Halloween. I want to plan for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Everything revolves around that. But then like after Halloween, there's fall two where it's like Thanksgiving cooking stuff the weather cider mills cider mills still but transitioning into here's the thing too catch me on november 1st i may be getting ready for the holly jolly season 
Yes Sometimes I no. do make a sharp pivot and start watching Christmas movies. But I think even fall two for me is Christmas movies. I agree. It's like this in between of fall yeah. and winter, um, fall turn, windfall, something. There's something there. We're going to get to the bottom of it and it's going to be a thing this year. Yeah. It's a blend of both. We're, we're obviously very passionate about this. This is something topic. we feel and is we important. And we will have to decorate the set soon. Yes, we will. It's yeah. soon. It is soon. And possibly potentially put out fall Halloween merch. Candy. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know if we... <laughs> I just pictured a big I bowl of candy, love, right? Here. I love how like vastly different those were and how excited we both were for the different... For our own yes. respective thing. Um, no, I'm excited though. I already started working on some designs. I think we talked about this on the Patreon, so... They already know. They heard it first, and you could too if you were a part of our Patreon. <laughs> nice little plug there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but let's talk about football because I'm a little alarmed about this Joe Burrow era's tour sweatshirt situation. I'm very excited about it. What do you think his fiance would think? I think that she'd be like, damn, hell yeah, one. girls are buying this because that's my man, and I locked him down with this ring. And all the bitches in the world want But nobody's want confirmed it. So she might actually, not call us bitches. She's probably a really nice girl that wouldn't say that. I know nothing about the situation. All I know is that a lot of our friends would be heartbroken to find out if it was true. Right. Yes. But, um, Correct. Because we we talked about this. We kind of got into football last, last football season. We're football girls now. We are in our football era, if you will. I think it's more so you with your fantasy football league. It is. And you know what? Speaking of that, I need help. Um, okay. Let's get into it. I, I can't really offer much. I know nothing except that I took Isaac, notes. Isaac, got, Isaac Rochelle I can't draft Cooch him. got cut from the Las Vegas Raiders. And that affected me. Other than that, I felt I heartbroken. I can't tell you much. So I've been on, I've asked Brian, I've gotten his thoughts. I've gotten TikTok's thoughts on, um, you know, who I should draft. Okay. And I've been advised against drafting Joe Burrow first because apparently quarterbacks don't go first in fantasy football. Okay. Um, it's all about like running backs and um, wide receivers because you want the players that are actually going to score the touchdown because that's how you get more, more points. points. It kind of makes sense. Um, not really because. So what do you do? So I guess let's explain like fantasy football. Quickly, how does a fantasy football work? What do you do? You Good paid question. to get in? Yes. Yeah, so it's um a it's a fantasy football league through my work that I'm particularly in. Um, so I'm new. There are rules. Apparently the rules vary depending on what league you're in, um, and what point system you're working off. And then you draft a team. I'm not really sure how that goes other than you take turns picking football players. Okay. And then you all together, like you get together to do it. No, it can be, I think a lot of people do it virtually now. Like you do it through, we are doing it through the ESPN app. So then once it's your time, it'll like alert you, you make your pick. And I think you can see who other people are picking and you build your, your team. Okay. So does it randomly pick who goes first, second, third? I think every league does it different. Um, like I think if you won last year, like in some leagues you would go first. I don't know how my league's going. 
I just know that I want Joe Burrow, but apparently that's not the strategy you take. And also, this is news that I found out. Defensive players, you don't get to, it's only offensive players that you draft. And then for defense, you get an entire team's defense. And if they do well, that's how you get points. So, like, you'll have a bunch of offensive players from different teams. But then your whole defense is together. Yes, your whole defense is one team. It's crazy because, like, throughout the years, all I've heard, especially with, like, our guy friends talking about, like, fantasy Fantasy football. football. And we're going to talk about it here because I'm going to be But I've never known anything about it. Um, And it's really hilarious to me that anything I know about football besides, like, us going to Lions Games. games is all from Allison Cooch. She literally... I'm relying on her to give me all of the facts I need to do well this fantasy football season. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are. I feel like she's single-handedly has gotten the female population interested in football. At least like, that might gave, be a bit of a stretch. Well, gave like everybody an understanding of it because I didn't even know about like she explains. Everything so well, squads, like everything, which I guess like she's right in the mix of it because she's. If you guys don't know who Allison Cooch is, is my saying her last name right? I mean, yeah, that I mean it is Rochelle technically. Well, but no one I they're Mr. Like, and Mrs. Cooch to to TikTok. to TikTok. Yeah, but basically she's married to an NFL player, and she just explains like if you're not actually on a team's roster like what that means because you can be in the NFL and not be an active roster member Mm -hmm. which is so wild I just never knew anything about it before but she explains it all and that's kind of what I know right now I also know we will be attending Lions games this year because supposedly we are supposed to be doing really really well I'm gonna put that out there Lions are going to the Super Bowl this year I mean, okay, that's we're a dream of mine. Into existence. Yes, I oh. think we're gonna do great, um, and so is my league. But let's uh, let's get back to this really quickly. So Joe Burrow is supposedly engaged. Oh yes, which we kind of like glazed over, but we so did. He is supposedly engaged, but it has not been confirmed publicly. No, it's like a secret engagement that maybe only like people in their lives know about. Well, this is how. I found out about it. It was a rumor going around the internet that his jeweler posted like a congratulations to him and his girlfriend, maybe fiance, Olivia, saying like, congratulations on your engagement. And it was like a picture of the ring. Of like them with the ring, like either the proposal or the ring or something of the sort. I'm not sure. I haven't seen said post and then his jeweler went private and like the post was deleted so that's how i believe people started people started like these but then they never posted anything about it no nothing has been posted at least to his i know to neither of them because i follow them both on instagram i just want to know like when do you get to the point where you have your own jeweler and also that people know that they're your jeweler because that's an interesting um that's some good questions that i didn't have because i was distracted by the fact that joe burrow's engaged it's just funny man um but they're cute together they're very very cute they've been together for a hot minute interesting i didn't know about it until everyone's hearts broke and it was all over the internet um but yeah that's that's pretty much our little football fall 
what's going on with that. But we'll keep you updated on my league if I suck or not. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully you don't. I think my team name is going to be called in my football era. And like my logo is going to be a picture of Taylor Swift. It's just something okay. I had to throw out there, but okay. to be determined. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, All right, what are we watching? So the ultimatum just started the mm-hmm. new season. I did watch the first season. I started this one, but I didn't get too far in. I'm at the point right now where nothing good has happened. They d- they didn't swap yet. So it's just like meeting the couples. Um, I have a hard time watching it, but I love it. Really? Well, I yeah. think we said this last time of like, could you ever imagine doing something like that? No. I just don't I get I get like sick to my stomach about a lot of it. And like I've watched the show with Brian and Brian's like, it's fine. We'll never be in this situation. But like I take everything happening personally, like it's happening to me. I'm like, no, like this is so bad. Like I just don't understand why you would ever want to go on a show like that. Like genuinely, if you think you want to marry someone, how the hell would you be like, yeah, let's go. Let me watch you date other people. Right. Because the premise of the show is a couple goes on. One person gives the other person an ultimatum about getting married. And then there are other couples and everybody swaps partners. Like yeah, they for like th- three weeks. Yes. And then they go through a trial marriage and you have to refer to your like whoever you came there with like as your ex like oh it's hard to see my ex talking to so-and-so and to be living with so-and-so like i i could never do it i feel like nobody Ever. could possibly go on there and actually say to their partner going into it like oh yeah like let's actually take this as we're single during those three weeks absolutely not. and no i feel like you expect that person to not fully like be single because you're not and some of them go about it really well to where like once they're living with their new like partner partner trial marriage yes trial marriage one of them will sleep on like the couch or on a blow-up mattress and in the bed but then like other couples are just fully into it acting fully single yes like they are single ready to mingle and this person is their new fling and it's it, crazy because after that, can you imagine actually like getting married then? Because I feel like you would always no. use this against them if they did that. But then still, like, let's say it ended up working out. They say, OK, I want to marry you now. Right. If they fully Mm-mm. just were with someone else, I feel like you would always look at that and be like, well, you were just with someone else three weeks ago. Right. So I don't know how they get people to agree to go on that show because it's just a wild concept for me. I saw somebody on TikTok being like, we don't want to see these couples that have been together and for are two like, years. Yeah, like we want to see people who are like older that have like been in more serious relationships. That they've been together for 10 years and there's still yeah, no like have ring. a kid together, but like aren't married. Mar- yes, aren't married no, yet. that would be more interesting because sometimes some of these couples that are like, oh yeah, we've been together for almost two years. It's like, okay, we're, well, we're when, 23. When did you sign up for this show? Like when you've been dating for a year that you yeah. were starting to give each other ultimatums, like get real. Yeah, like you haven't, been, real. you haven't been through the thick of it, okay? No. Some of us have been out here dating for <laughs> seven years before we get engaged. Like, Can't relate. Um, <laughs> but it, that kind of reminds me too. So I don't know if it's just a thing where we want to see like more mature 
serious couples on reality tv but now we're getting the golden bachelor i'm kind of excited it's gonna be interesting because how old is he he's like in his 70s right 60s or 70s and all the women in our are in their 60s or 70s but i feel like this show is going to single-handedly with the help of bachelor in paradise bring back the Bachelor franchise because they've been on a downward spiral for the last couple seasons of Bachelor, Bachelor. Well, I think it's going to be a much more authentic group of people on the show. Right. Because they're not going to be as keen to social media or caring as much about social media. Right. So it is going to be hopefully genuinely people looking for like a second chance at love. Cause a lot of these people have already been married, have like lost partners, are widows. The emotional part for me, if they were and some of them said in the little teaser trailer that came out today, I was with my partner for 30 years, 25 years, 26 years. And then they passed. Some of them passed. Some of them, I think, have been through divorce. But for those that were like with the love of their life and then they passed away and are now on the show, like, I can't Isn't handle that. Isn't that his story? I That's think that story. might be his story. Yeah. And that kind of stuff makes me so emotional. I could cry right now. Like, <laughs> Don't because then I'll cry. Then I'll be- I, I get really emotional about it. It's like up. Yeah. Oh my- it's... I can't. It's going to be tough. But I think what we're going to get out of this is a lot of like their kids or their grandkids being all over social media, being like, my parent, this is my parent or this is my grandparent on the show. Like they're going to be the ones trying to To like get clout from from it. It's not going to be the people actually on the show, which actually might be refreshing though. It could be an interesting interesting. dynamic. Definitely the um, hometowns when they go to visit families that will be a new layer of grandkids, kids being productive when it's normally the parents that are acting a little wild. Yeah. I really hope that Matt James, who was a former bachelor, his mom is going on and I hope that she makes it to the point where she has hometowns because that would be really fun to see. Yeah. I want to know he was on what season was he on? Um, he was on the season with Claire and then t- it was Tasha's season. Okay. Cause I actually, oh, wait, no, no, no. He wasn't even on the season. He was supposed to be a part of Claire's season and then got like, I want to say like him and Claire went at it on like Twitter before they started filming her season. Cause it, COVID happened and they'd already announced all the men and then I think they went back in the fourth. He didn't go on to Claire's season, but they still had him become the bachelor because he was Tyler Cameron's friend who Tyler so that's Cameron what I remember. was and I on think, Hannah's season. Yeah. And I think that was actually like one of the last seasons I watched fully of it was um, Hannah Brown season was, or no Matt James season. Got it. And so, like, I know who that was. And Mm -hmm. then his his mom was obviously on it when he was on it because when they went and met their parents. And so now she's going to be on this dating the Golden Bachelor. I wonder how far she's going to make it. Hopefully they're going to try to, like, producers are going to try to keep her around because, like, people know who she is kind of thing. I hope Um, so. But it'll be interesting. But speaking of Bachelor news, this past weekend, which I don't know too much about Hannah G and (sighs) Dylan, they but are they got engaged goals. on their season and they just got married in Paris 
this past weekend. I love them. Um, and you told me that he like reproposed to her he a week before their wedding. He did. Because they had like literally been together since the show, which was like four years ago. Mm-hmm. So now he was like, oh, let me repropose before we get married and like not be for the show. Right. Because they were on Bachelor in Paradise together. They are so freaking cute. Like Hannah G can do no wrong in my eyes. Like she is literal perfection. Her and Dylan are so cute together and just seem so sweet and like such genuine people. But they got engaged on the show. He wanted to propose to her for real. So they did that. I want to say a week before they went over to France and then they had the most gorgeous wedding I've ever seen. It yeah, literally it looked, looked really a dream. Pretty. It looked really pretty. It kind of, it was in Paris, but it kind of reminded me of like Italy vibes. It was. And, and I thought that that's initially where they were going to get married because she does vlogs on YouTube and she had filmed a bunch of different locations. They were considering getting married in, in Italy. They had gone there like a year or so ago. So that's where I was thinking they were going. And then they surprised everyone with France interesting yeah i'm pretty sure she had like multiple dresses like they were all gorgeous a lot of dresses her every dress was perfect i didn't even see all of it i just knew about it from her welcome party look it was the best of them all i want to say i'm pretty sure their welcome party was like on a boat i think so and they did it like on a thing that's actually cool i like that idea um But yeah, and then also with some reality TV going on, which we talked about, I guess the idol, the idol is not reality TV, but we talked about the idol. We did. Last. Before all that drama went down with it. And I feel like a lot of the drama that happened with the show airing was when we were on our break between season one and season two. I don't even totally know what happened. I just know a lot of people were coming out and being like, this show is not terrible. They didn't even air the last uh episode two two episodes i think it was originally supposed to be like seven episodes and it ended up getting cut to like five that's bad and supposedly when that happened hbo was like no that wasn't because of anything wasn't because of ratings like Mm. we just aren't sure um like we're not sure yet if we're doing a season two and then they came out officially and said they're not doing a season two crazy so i guess it really our our little prediction of like people were not going to be happy with it you're right was correct um and what else was going on this past week oh we have some random stuff that was going on some just cute little drama that we saw cute so justin (laughs) bieber was in SZA's music video he was and everybody was going absolutely wild because basically it was like the, him and SZA were dating and that's what the whole music video right. was but it wasn't like they never touched they never did anything inappropriate but supposedly just the chemistry on the screen was like, apparently were out of this away. world yeah yeah people were like um okay and it was funny because this is like such a guy thing i feel like but so he was like posting the video on his mm-hmm. stories and then like the next picture was just like a reshare of uh Hailey Bieber's yeah. post and everyone was like we know what you're doing yeah. bro <laughs> yeah like, that was you're not getting tough. out of this um that's a tough one. I honestly I all I will say is props to her because I don't know if I'd be like able to do that yeah no like go flirt <sighs> with this person I mean their relationship already gets put under so much scrutiny and is watched so closely that I don't think that 
But maybe it was kind of I to be ever. like, we're so fine that I don't even care. I kind of thing. I think that's always your approach, but I don't know. I don't know yeah. and, well, if it makes it any better. It didn't help because right after that, she worse. had the launch of like another road beauty product and she showed up, which I feel like this is always so funny. People are like, are they going to the same event? Because like she showed up in a full, full glam. ass glam and he showed up in sweats. Literally not even a t-shirt under his like hoodie, hoodie zipped up and he had It was like yellow he was running Crocs out the door on. and was like, ah, fuck. And just I like know. threw the hoodie on. I don't know though. Maybe it's maybe it's meant to help her get more publicity around to be like her a PR launches, stunt like since a PR, yeah, it gets so much traction every time they dress so oppositely. Yes, maybe deep down, it's he knows it'll get PR if he does that. So I help her. I don't business. know because I feel I like I feel like in the early days of Road when they very first launched, he didn't come to some of the launches because he didn't want to take away for like the spotlight from her. But I feel like almost he's taking away the spotlight more by dressing down like that. Like if it's a tactic to like, oh, you know, this is her thing, not mine. Like I want to be low key. Like I feel like if he would just dress normal for the occasion, <laughs> that it would it would be more of like people wouldn't comment on it. Right. And the story it wouldn't would be take like away from he's supporting her launch of yeah, this not product. Like, not he's like, a careless boyfriend <laughs> who can't even bother to put a shirt on. But again, like I mean, we saw what happened when me and Evan were like didn't acting touch. normal in the club and that's so, so true you just don't know like you don't know the what media the, is fucking wild it gets wild out there um but yeah i feel like that's pretty much it for this week it wasn't wasn't too much going on but no um, just seasonal depression <laughs> it's crazy because this is the season where we're not supposed to have any problems but here we are it's the retrograde man it's the retrograde and blue supermoon um all right, let's get into some shady stories. Shady story number one. My ex-best friend, we'll call her Sarah, and I have had many ups and downs, but this one incident was pretty much the nail in the coffin for me. She had another best friend, we'll call her Tina, who she had been close with for years. They lived together at one point. She cut Tina's umbilical cord when she had her baby. The list goes on. They had their ups and downs, too, as many friendships do. Sarah had started sleeping with this guy, Mark. Nothing serious, totally casual, no strings attached type deal. Well, Mark and Tina started hanging out and actually developed feelings for each other and started to date and eventually moved in with each other. Sarah was really upset and it caused a falling out between her and Tina. Tina was a mutual friend of mine and there ended up being a Sunday fun day where we went to a local bar to watch a football game and have brunch. Sarah and I had also just gotten over a falling out, and this was one of our first times hanging out in quite some time. Tina had texted me asking if she could join, and I made it very clear to both of them that they would need to settle their differences if they were all going to hang out. They both agreed, and Sunday fun day commenced. We all ended up going back to my house, and Sarah and Tina had an hour-long drunken heart-to-heart in my backyard, where they hugged and cried it out. Sunday Funday did what Sunday Funday does, and Tina ended up puking in our restroom and passing out on the couch. Most of us also shortly went to sleep after, but apparently Sarah and Mark didn't. My fiancé at the time woke up a few hours later and found Sarah in the kitchen. She told him I did something bad, almost in a proud way. 
Side note, my fiance was trying to start a barbecue food truck business at the time and had a food truck in our driveway. Well, Sarah proceeded to tell him that her and Mark fucked in the food truck not once, but twice, while Tina is literally passed out inside of the house. My fiance was disgusted and told her to leave the house. He didn't tell me for about a week because we had just become friends again and he knew this would ruin it, but he did. when he did tell me, I immediately called her out. She lied about the entire scenario for a week until she eventually told me the truth. I like to keep things real, so I never held back what I knew from Tina, but she chose the denial route and thought Sarah was just trying to get back at her. Moral of the story, neither of them are with Mark. I no longer talk to Tina. Sarah is still a pathological liar, and no food was ever produced in the tainted food truck ever again. The poor food truck, man. <laughs> I think the food that's truck the biggest, went down. That's the biggest loss in this entire scenario. It truly is. That's a wild ass thing. That's terrible. They just made up and she was like, oh, by the way, I slept with him twice. Not once, but twice. Yeah, what goes on? Oh, man, Sunday fun days will get you, I guess. I mean, how long was the Sunday? A lot went down. Dude, I, yeah, this is crazy. You know what, though? Sunday fun days do. They bring out. Get Something wild. I feel like they do get weird. It's just long days, man. It's because people just aren't used to drinking on Sundays and it brings (laughs) out a, it (laughs) brings out a different side in them. I don't know. Yeah, I I still think the biggest loss in this is that food truck. Mm. Um, I definitely I would call it tainted for sure. That was a good. That was yeah the most appropriate term that could be used in this situation. I'd say this is like this is a nine nine out of ten. Yeah, this is this this is nine point five out of ten. She did something bad. Yeah, I did something bad. Don't put Taylor Swift in this. Like what? Don't girl? even do that, girl. Oh, I hate that. Ugh. Oh my goodness! All right, shady story number two. A whole group of mean girls wanted a third trimester pregnant coworker to take maternity leave early, so they didn't have to accommodate for her anymore. There was a whole bunch of them with this attitude, and they even had a supervisor on their side. One shift, my fabulous work partner devised a plan to help me get the pregnant lady when she was having a particularly bad ship shift. We together made sure to let her rest while the two of us took on her load and gave the easy work for her to do. My work bestie went on break and while I was separated and alone, that nasty supervisor took it upon herself to criticize me for helping the pregnant girl. She accused me of setting a precedent that others must follow. Yeah, right. And when I called BS, she accused me of trying to steal the pregnant girl's job, which was impossible because we held equal positions. I shot down all of her accusations, but I was pissed. The next day, one of the mean girls asked me how my night was and was in a mocking way, sing sang voice, knowing full well that I got in trouble for accommodating her enemy. I saw red. Enough was enough. I told her that I would not tell any, not tell her anything because I was bound to confidentiality. The implication of being, being that I put in a formal complaint. 
I hadn't because, to be honest, management sucks where I am, but the mean girls still panicked. Within an hour, that meanie supervisor was chatting it up with me and apologizing for her attitude in such in hopes that I would drop the phantom complaint. I then convinced them all to go to the pregnant girls registry to show how generous they could be in spirit. They were... They all went in on an expensive stroller that she wanted, and when they asked me to chip in, I left them on the hook. I got her something more heartfelt, and frankly, it saved me 100 bucks. so this time it was totally shade for the win. I well, mean... What were they doing to this poor pregnant woman? I don't know. I feel like that's just... That's just evil to be mean to somebody like that. I guess maybe they just couldn't understand. I hope one day they do understand. Oh, exactly they will. She was Karma will get them. Going through. That's that's messed up, man. I hope they have, when they have, if they get pregnant one day, I hope they have a lot of morning sickness <laughs> and they just go through it a little bit so they can have some empathy for the women that are pregnant on the world and, and could use a hand or two. Well, you know what? She got a nice stroller out of it. That is true. She did get a nice ass stroller. It was worth but it like, in the end. How awful could you be to not want to, like in your nature, like just as a human, as a good person, want to help out somebody that is pregnant? Like that's Right. I don't understand. At least be understanding if you don't want to like do extra work to help them. But like at least be empathetic. Yeah. I I, I could never. I could never. No, imagine. terrible, terrible people they are. Um, But I, I, I like that she got she she had a phantom complaint going. Yeah, I feel to like she scare could, these I, people to act. Right. I feel like she could have did more, though. I don't know. I, I would have done some. You know what I'm I'm watching suits right now? Mm. And it's a lot of like backstabbing in the workplace. Yeah. That's and scary. I don't like that. This. It's actually a really good show. Is it? I highly recommend it. My mom just watched it. But do you think that they would have done something more extreme than this girl did? Yeah. I just feel like if it was me in the position that somebody at work was pregnant and people were being mean to them about it. I, I don't know what I would you do. Punch him. I don't know what I actually. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Yeah, I I also don't know what I do, but I feel like I would be like, "Are you okay?" I feel like yeah. Address like, the situation head on. What is your issue with this maybe sweet they woman? Were jealous. Maybe they could. Maybe they yeah, were jealous. Maybe they were that, going that through could something. Be it. You never know what someone's seeing. Going all through. sides of the story, but at the same time, like still be empathetic. What the fuck? Right. Um. It's not her fault. Yeah, so you could be going through it, but you could still be nice. That's true. I don't know. Beautiful. We always have like one beautiful, beautiful. meaningful quote throughout Do we? the podcast. Do we? I Is that the so. one? Um, you could still be nice. <laughs> yeah, you never know what someone's going through. Yeah, you never know. You grow through what you go through. <laughs> No, I'm just making shit up. No, that's a, that's I know, a serious quote. But I'm just quote. saying, like, <laughs> so cheesy. Let's just keep saying quotes. Um, um, I would say this is, like, nothing came of it, right? So, like, maybe, like, a six out of ten. I'm going to say four out of ten. Oh, shit. Okay. It was kind of, it was kind of not, 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 not that, too shady. Not that shady okay. of a story. Okay. You know, like, I mean, like, really, like, the shadiness was, like, pretending there was a complaint in question. And Have there wasn't. Have you ever wasn't. done that? No, I don't 
Would you ever do that? No, I actually filed the complaint. <laughs> like I did to Jimmy John's and no, still haven't I'm heard back from them. No, I'm actually petty as fuck. No, I am. I, I address conflict apparently head on. <laughs> I don't know if in real life though. No, I don't. But when it comes to virtual complaints, you will. I'm right there. And Jimmy John's, you will be hearing from me again because I still haven't heard back. Thank you for the update. I mean, I keep the saying stuff here and I just thought Not that that was going to like, you know, cause you know, some movement with my problems, but it hasn't. So, so here we are. Here we are still upset at Jimmy John's. That's a, that's a whole it's shady a personal story problem. Itself. All right. Shady story number three. In the spring summer of 2022, I decided to start dating again after taking a long break from it. I just turned 30 and I was optimistic about what this nest next decade had in store for me. I matched with a man on Hinge who lived in a small town about 45 minutes from my city. He was very attractive and clearly my type, but I hesitated to match with him because he was a single dad. Not that there's anything wrong with being a single parent. My hesitation was only based on the fact that I've known for years that I don't want to have children. After discussing it with my therapist, she encouraged me to go out with him anyway, saying that even though I know he's not my person, there is no harm in letting an attractive man take me out and make me feel special and beautiful as long as I kept it casual. We FaceTimed and chatted on the phone a couple of times, and I was quickly reminded why the parenting lifestyle was not for me. He's had to abruptly leave our conversations to do things with his kids, whether it was cooking dinner or cleaning up a mess, and he's had to reschedule our first date a couple times due to his kids being sick. Again, something totally understandable, and I wasn't mean about it. It was just solidifying that dating a single dad was not something that would match my lifestyle long term. Fast forward to our actual date. We planned to have dinner in my city, and I thought it was very sweet he was willing to drive 45 minutes both ways just to take me to dinner. I had my dress picked out ahead of time and even got a pedicure to match my dress. I texted him when I got to the restaurant, letting him know that I got a table on the patio. I'm usually a little early because of who I am as a person. He didn't respond, but if he was driving on the interstate, it made sense that he wouldn't check his phone, so I didn't think much of it. I waited and waited and waited, and it became pretty clear 15 minutes in what was probably happening to me. I was so embarrassed that I was being stood up. I could see different members of the wait staff come to the patio door to look at me, and the tables around kept looking over. Maybe I was being paranoid, but it definitely seemed like everyone knew I was being stood up, and I wanted the ground to just open up and swallow me. I've never been stood up before, and it wasn't a good feeling. I finally left after 30 minutes when a waitress offered me a drink on the house. I was not about to accept a pity drink, so I just got the heck out of there. I never messaged him after that, but naturally I told my girlfriends what had happened. I woke up the next morning to one of my girlfriends sending me screenshots of his social media. And not only his profile, his wife's Facebook profile, not an ex-wife, a very active current wife that he is obviously cheating on. I was so mad that I would be put in a position like that. I don't condone cheating and would never knowingly participate in it. I contemplated sending her screenshots of his Hinge profile and of our conversations of him flirting with me. Luckily, I did have therapy that day and my therapist advised me that I let it be. She said I would get sucked into an entire mess of drama that I didn't need. She was right. If he matched with me on Hinge, he was flirting with me. He was likely talking to several women, so it was only a matter of time before he was caught. They seemed like the type that would air out their dirty laundry on social media, so I kept tabs on both their profiles to see if he was ever caught. He was, about a few months later. 
After all that, I can't help but feel sorry for his small children. It's sad to see kids suffer just because their dad can't stay faithful to his wife. Damn straight, girl. Damn straight. This was honestly so refreshing. Like, therapy can do wonders. And this was just a story that told that. A beautiful product of some good positive therapy therapy experiences. And you know what? She sat back. She let karma do its thing. She did not need to muddy up her life with the added drama and being accused potentially by the wife that the wife would be like, you know what? You're a cheater. You suck. You're a terrible. I don't know. Whatever she would say to her. Right. To put her down. Yes. She wouldn't know. Because I mean, the woman could have been understanding and like put all the blame on the man. But how often do we see that? Not, Not very often. often, unfortunately. Um, that's some something we're still working on as a society. Um, Dude, can you imagine though, like sitting at a restaurant and just like feeling the burning of everyone's eyes staring at you because yes, they know what's happening. Yes. Why? What do I you mean, mean, I've never been like stood up to the point where I was like at somewhere waiting for someone, but like. I've been stood up to the point where, like, I was staring at my phone and I was like, we were supposed to go on a date. Like, this isn't good. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, it happened with with a guy once that I was talking to. (laughs) Um, I'll tell you later. (laughs) Um. So I knew him through this friend of a friend. And then I was at one point in my life on Hinge. My friend sent up a Hinge profile. I never talked to, like, any strangers on Hinge. But I matched with that kid because I had met him through the friend of a friend. So I'd so you, like, seen him knew in person. Of him. Yes, like we had all gone out to dinner before. Like, Yikes. like our friend, him, like another couple of girls, like as friends. And I thought he was genuinely like a nice person. So like, so what? The day came and he just like never said anything. Yeah, and then it was like a like we had like the date planned, and I don't think we knew like where we were going, but we had a general time. And then like an hour passed, two hours passed. And I was like, F this. And then I went and I hung out with my friends instead. Um, And then he texted me later. He was like, oh, sorry, I woke up from a nap. I was like, F you. And then he like kept trying to ask me to hang out. He was like, oh, you want to like come hang out at my apartment? I was like, no. Yeah. I want to go on a real fucking date. Good for you. So I never hung out with him. So like, I don't know. That never had this happen to me. But, like, if I was actually at the restaurant and that happened, I would be mortified. I'd be so sad. I feel like it probably in the moment feels so much worse than it really is. It really is. Like, no one's actually looking at you being like, oh, she's getting stuck up up on a date. Right. Some people just go out to eat alone. The only thing that would make it obvious is if, like, you weren't, you were waiting to, like, order. And then mm-hmm. you just never ordered. Yeah. And the waiter like, waitress kept coming back yeah. up to him was like, hey, ready? Yeah. But that's very unfortunate. Um, oh, I'm glad. so sad. I'm glad she didn't get drugged into the mess, though. She stayed out of it. But um, Good for her. Good for her. Also glad that guy ended up getting caught. You know what's so messed up, too, is like using that on your hinge to be like, I'm a single dad for yeah. like pity. Ew, And that's then really gross. you're married. That's Ugh. disgusting. That's an ick. Ugh. Um, it's a major ick. I would say this is like a 7 out of 10. I was going to say 8. I really like this one. <laughs> um, That concludes this week's episode. If you want to see more, join our Patreon in the description below. And we will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.